0: From BetaCell, this is Out of Range. I'm Craig. I'm James. I'm Laura. So we just had dinner. Setting the scene okay. here for pa- everyone. Paint
1: them a picture.
0: We had um, hot dogs. And James had veggie dogs. And
1: a Brussels sprout salad. Brussels sprout salad. salad. Delicious. Every time. Mm. But what's
0: was interesting to me is that at no point did we mention type 1 at all.
1: I think that was the first time. Not
0: even like complaining about our blood sugar, not even mentioning what our blood sugar was until we finished. And I was like, huh, I kind of wondered out loud, how much insulin should I take? And then you were like, oh, I was going to ask the same thing. And I don't know. It's weird that that's the first time that's ever happened.
1: Cause we've also talked about how every time we hang out, we can't not bring up diabetes. You
0: have mentioned that. But maybe we've just run out of everything.
1: This was the first. No. Yeah, you're right. I didn't, and I didn't even, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, we didn't even. Nope, we didn't even talk about another diabetic. We didn't even talk about other diabetics. We
0: talked about James, but
1: we always talk about James. Yeah, James is here, guys. By the way, (laughs) 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 he's just (laughs) here for the
2: intro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: bye, James. (laughs) Bye, James. You can leave.
2: Yeah, no, it's a great episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
0: I guess I had this thought recently that, and I I think this because I spent most of my weekend like. Going through the transcription of the live show. And we talk, a, it was just a lot of diabetes. And I don't know, it's always interesting hearing how other people like fit it into their lives. And I think there was that quote that I've now turned into a t shirt. I love it. About how diabetes is a little sprinkle on everything in our life. Like it's not like we're always focusing on diabetes, but it's like while we're exercising, there's like a little bit of thought of type one while you're. Driving, you're thinking, oh, what's my blood sugar? When you're eating, oh, how many carbs should I get? It's like always everywhere. But I guess over time you can kind of decide how much of your energy is going to be diabetes. And I it's, I don't think it's always necessarily it's just, it's not necessarily like, oh, it starts out as a lot when you're diagnosing, it's less and less.
1: No, sometimes it's the opposite.
0: Yeah. But it's, and I guess you can go through these phases, it could be cyclical, but it's, I don't know, we kind of have this choice in a sense to make it as much of our life as we want.
1: As prominent.
0: And I guess that also came up because you know, when we were talking about the, on the live episode, uh, the diabetes Instagrams. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Jennifer Stone who said something about how like she couldn't even imagine having a separate account because it's like part of her life. Right. It's just like something that like while she's doing it, I'm like, oh, there'll be a diabetes thing that comes up. And I I wonder if we sometimes do things to give
2: diabetes more mm. power than it deserves. I think some people make a bigger deal out of it than other people do. You? For sure. And I don't think how big of a deal you make out of it correlates completely to how, how well you're doing or what your health is or anything like that.
0: No, definitely not. It's not like if you worry about it a lot, you're in better control. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked a lot of times in this show how Laura will say she'll take off her Dexcom and think about diabetes less right. that she actually has better blood sugars, we assume. I guess you don't know how they are because you're not looking at them. But...
1: Well, my mental state is better.
0: Mental state is better, which is a different thing than just management. But I don't know. I guess we always frame diabetes as like the bad guy in our lives. Mm -hmm. Right? Like.
1: It's like the giant dark rain cloud over...
0: Yeah. It's the thing that literally rains on your parade all the time. You're high, you're low. You have to carry this, you have to do that. So it's always the villain. But it's only the villain if we
1: let it let it be
0: right like we can just not necessarily ignore it but not necessarily give it that energy or give it that power over us to the point where it's like are the things you're doing being dictated by diabetes like oh i'm not going to travel because it's hard to do with diabetes. I'm not going to exercise because it's hard with diabetes. And it becomes the thing that then controls your life.
1: Do you think maybe too, because of social media, there's like a post on everything, on doing so many specific things with diabetes, that even that kind of makes things into much more of a big deal that they should be.
2: You no, know, it's, it's just everything it's like, like
1: going it, to the dentist with diabetes, traveling with diabetes, going to your endo, like going on a road trip with diabetes, doing all these things. When before we had this, it was just that we would do these things mm. while having diabetes and not being like, well, let me check this post and see what other people had to say about blog. how they go on a road trip yeah. while having it. And again, it is different that because I've had it my whole life. So I have never done anything without diabetes. It's just I'm just doing these things. And your it's life also is there. one
0: blog post. My life is one. <laughs> every day.
1: Every day. I've. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It, now it's like, it's like taking a sip of water while having type one diabetes. Everything yeah. just seems to be so, so you know, and it's broken even, down. It's, it's
0: even worse than that. It's not even like things you do. It can even be things like how to be a man with diabetes. Right. Like the how idea of How to control your, your thoughts. Like just yeah.
1: weird, weird things. And I've, I mean, there's been a lot going on in my life lately where I've kind of taken a step back from uh, focusing on like, you're just my type and like our group chat, we're not talking about diabetes all the time. I'm not checking my messages all the time. Like there's a lot of things that I've been doing differently. And I took my Dexcom off last week and I had it off for a week and my blood sugars were so good. And it was where I was thinking about so many of like my life things so much where I was so simple. I would wake up, test, eat, get insulin, wait, and do it again for each meal. And I was It did, now that you're talking, it did make me see how before, I mean, everything we do is diabetes related, like that we do extracurricularly, yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. I was putting all of my energy into diabetes, and talking to people about it, and talking to you guys about it, and managing the account,
2: Yeah. and
1: it gets overwhelming, and it doesn't have to be.
2: Everyone comes to it from their own place in life, and uh, a lot of this stuff is like muscle memory, you know, like you get in the car and you check your blood sugar or you exercise and you're looking at your blood sugar, but you're not necessarily thinking about it too much. It's just like, like we ate and like I took insulin or whatever and like sit there and think about it and compose a two paragraph post about it. (laughs) But the fact that some people do that, it doesn't, you know, that's helpful for them. Maybe helpful for other people sometimes like, Sometimes taking a step back and being deliberate and thinking like, oh, wow, I really do like use a lot of my background mental energy on this like could be helpful, I think. You
0: are in a similar situation as Laura and I, because even though you're not on the podcast or haven't been on the podcast all the time, still do a lot with type 1 run. And even if it's not talking about diabetes, there's always that kind of like doing diabetes things all the time. And do you find yourself just like thinking about it more and more on that level of just like, Oh, I have to do things with diabetes.
2: No, not really. I mean, uh, with type one run, it's like, to be honest, although the topic is diabetes, a lot of it like has nothing to do with it. It's like connecting people in different cities or putting on an event. Like it's not, it's different from my personal diabetes management. You know what I mean? Mm. Whereas if it was like, me looking at diabetes man if I was a certified diabetes educator or something like I feel like that would be pretty uh draining
1: you did make a good point though I mean seeing all these posts where people are breaking everything down and like what to do it is true like those are things that I would never those are things that I have just been doing and that a lot of us have just been doing without thinking about all of those steps that we are actually taking to like make that road trip
0: like if it's your first road trip right? And you don't exactly.
1: know exactly do. And we're just so used. To, and James is right. Like that's all stuff we do. These are just people that maybe. Yeah.
2: Need there's to a, learn. there's sure. a social aspect to it as well, because um, let's say you've been doing that yourself your whole life and you don't really know any other type ones and it's kind of in the background and your loved ones and stuff don't necessarily know all of the energy that you're putting into it consciously or subconsciously seeing somebody else break it down on like how it's affecting them. There's like a connection that happens there where you see like, oh, this person's outlined everything that I'm feeling.
1: I mean, yeah, and that would be a good resource to send to people if they were curious on what it is like to be you for a day.
2: Yeah, that too.
0: I guess my... But
1: I know we're veering from the point. No,
0: it's a it's a good point. And there's definitely like there needs to be those resources on how to do certain things with diabetes. But I think like what Laura was saying is like each thing you do with diabetes, like going on a road trip is just like driving down the street, but for longer. It's not like it's a whole separate thing to do with diabetes. It's the same thing that we do every day. And I don't think it's like the same thing we do every day. It's like, oh, we've, I've been on a road trip before. I know what to do with diabetes. Like I've gone on like one road trip before while having diabetes and at no point before that road trip, that I think, oh my gosh, this is going to be so different with diabetes. Like, I'm not going to the moon. You know, it's like right. the the actual management of the diabetes is the same pretty much. But it's like, I don't know, we make diabetes this like big event, doing the thing with diabetes as opposed to just doing it. doing the thing. And you just happen to have diabetes. It's like, how do I do this with diabetes? It's like, well, you mm. do the same things you do before. You take insulin, you eat food,
2: and then that's and you it. bring extra. Yeah, but if, <laughs> yeah, like you bring extra. So if you're on a road trip, okay, my prescription refill falls on this date. Like, do I want to be in Wyoming when I need my next refill of insulin? You know what I mean? And if I'm in Wyoming, like, am I going to be able to get my prescription refill there without any hassle? Uh, while I'm driving through the desert, is my insulin going to be cooking? Um, you know, assuming it's a road yeah. trip through the U S <laughs> no, but I get there, that, but it's like stuff like that, you know, like it isn't just me getting in the car and going home because I know I have a ton of diabetes supplies at home. I know my pharmacy here, my doctor is here. Like I think all those things, like, especially if you're an anxious person or if you're type a, like that's a whole extra Series of things that you have to be mindful of.
1: I feel like we're talking about two different things now, though. Well, I, I guess my
2: question then to James—I haven't
0: seen this road trip posts. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about a specific one.
0: I, th- I think maybe the question that I'm really getting at is: is it like this negative feedback loop? Whereas the more things that we're thinking about with diabetes, it then becomes a bigger thing because we're thinking about the things we're thinking about.
1: I like, agree with, I I know exactly what you're saying. And I, does
0: that make sense, James? I don't know if that, if I'm explaining it well.
2: Yeah. But I think everybody comes to it from their own perspective. You know what I mean? So like for you, maybe it's becoming a negative feedback loop for somebody else. It could be a positive feedback back loop. Like, Now I'm talking more about my diabetes. Now I feel less alone. Now I'm thinking about things that I wasn't thinking about before. Now I'm getting a new perspective. Suddenly it's becoming easier. You know what I mean? So like your feedback loop's different from somebody else's. Like everyone's coming at it from their own spot. And just because people are talking about it all the time, like if that's too much for you, like nobody's forcing you to, nobody's even forcing you to do the podcast. You know what I mean? So like if this is, Becoming so much that you're focusing in a negative way on your diabetes, you could just not do the podcast one week. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that the podcast is a negative thing, but that was a good example. Thank you, James.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, it's just control what's happening. I mean, I think also your outside situations control how big of a deal you make it. Mm-hmm. For example, today I was at the gym and it was cardio, and they freak out because one time I went low during cardio oh day, God. so I show up and all the trainers are like, Laura have you eaten this morning? It's cardio. It's going to be really hard. Did, like, you need to make sure to eat. I'm like, I'm fine. And like the whole class, are like, are you okay? And the more they asked me, the more I started checking my watch, like waiting for myself to drop. And then I was making it a big deal because every five seconds, they're like, Laura, are you okay? From across the room. And I'm like, yes, I'm like totally fine. But then it was this thing in my head. But then I've been on... I was also on a hike last week with a friend and I dropped so low, but I just didn't like, I didn't even tell her I just started eating fruit strips and she's like, what happened? I was like, Oh, I just dropped and we kept walking and she goes, you don't even make it a big deal. Like, it's not like I didn't even notice. I'm like, yeah, it's not, I'm going to be fine. And I think you can get fueled by like what's happening around you. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't think we were like having a conversation. I stopped ate, and walked, and didn't even explain.
0: Yeah. Like I, I mm-hmm. feel like the last few times I've like worked out, I, it was even this weekend that I went for a run by myself, and I didn't even bring my phone, so I didn't even have my Dexcom. I mm-hmm. probably had some sugar that would have been responsible to do. I and probably you're a had pretty
1: that. responsible person.
0: But I find myself like even now, like working out, like I look at it less and less.
1: Are you okay?
2: Yeah, it's just the uh, Omnipods it. replace. this oh, replacement!
1: I forgot you're on the Omnipod right now.
0: And then on the other hand at work are uh, ins- you know, we're getting close to open enrollment for health insurance and health plans are changing. So I've been stressed out looking at the various options as like my current health plan gets mm-hmm. more expensive. If I can go to another plan that's cheaper, will that cost me more in co-pays and this and that? And it's this balance of like, oh, I'm focusing so much on like this shitty part of diabetes, not that there's any good part, but like the
1: right majorly shitty.
0: Yeah. The mm. like really stressful stuff. And then the actual management has now become like the thing I don't stress about. And I've actually even, uh, you know, when you mentioned taking your decks come off, I actually increased my low alarm mm. from 80 to 90 because a, a few times in the last few weeks, I've just noticed that like, Oh, I guess it was this thought of like, and maybe this also feeds into it of like, once I get low, diabetes becomes a thing I have to deal with. Like I now have to, st- I feel bad. I have physically. to stop physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I have to stop. I have to eat. I have to wait for it to come back up. I'm thinking about it. Is mm-hmm. it coming back up fast enough? Do I need it more? And it just kind of like takes you out of your day, and I sort of switched my mindset. And I thought like, I don't need an alarm to tell me I'm low. Like I I know when I'm low. I need an alarm to tell me that I'm going to be low, so that I cannot get low. And so it was this decision. So it's almost like I'm I'll probably get more alarms now because it's higher. But at well, the so same what, time, are you it becomes at
1: ninety.
0: I think what I'll do is I'll look at 90 and I'll see which, where I'm going. It's just giving me like a warning of, like, hey, you're 90. And if I look and it's like a down arrow, say, like I should eat. And That's if it's smart. like, and I was like, yeah, me being, my blood sugar being 85 is no worse than my blood sugar being 90. But it just means I'm that much further away from being low and making diabetes a bigger event. I feel like this conversation is veered in a very different direction.
1: No, I get. What, no. But I think it's kind of. There's a lot of that factors that part to of this process.
0: Saying. That yeah, of me trying to minimize right. the impact diabetes has on my life.
1: That's a very practical.
0: But maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the real issue I was getting at, James. Not so much thinking about diabetes, and and I don't know, like, like the events, like like being able to deal with doing new things, like. If you're if you don't know how to go for a hike with diabetes, like it makes sense that you would want to learn how to do that so that you can do that, enjoy that part of your life. Diabetes isn't preventing you from doing that. I guess I guess this question is like, what is our end game with diabetes? I mean in the what end we all die. Line? Right. So that's kind of all the same. We're all kind of like Yeah, doing I guess that. the
1: goal should be to make it to take over as the least amount of your life.
0: Like you want to be healthy. Like we can we can all kind of agree with that. Yeah. We will all die, but we want to kind of have a healthy life for as long as possible. I don't think there's very many people who don't want to be healthy. And I think that even though we all agree on that, we get to different phases in our management because of that kind of diabetes burnout that i just see lots of people dealing with of yeah, i don't know you get burnout <laughs> but it's like okay so so even if our goal is let's say you want to be an endocrinologist or a cde and you want to be helping other people and surrounded by diabetes or working in a nonprofit and doing lots of diabetes things i don't think there's anyone who wants their own diabetes their personal diabetes to take over their life. Like, no one wakes up in the mornings, like, oh man, I'm, I'm so stoked for alarms and pump failures and insurance flows. Yeah. It's like you can do great things in the type one community in this mm-hmm. space without it necessarily being the thing you're dealing with
1: and thinking about them most.
0: Because I don't think anyone wants that. And I think that's kind of like two separate things, these two worlds of diabetes where it's like, we want to, and I know that we're kind of like you were saying, James, we're kind of a unique trio because we're on a podcast talking about diabetes, have nonprofits for diabetes. We do other things with diabetes We have lots of friends who have diabetes. So we're kind of surrounded by diabetes in this like greater sense. But I think we all want like. Right. But that like easy life. Freedom. Freedom from our diabetes. Yes. What? (laughs) Oh, my God. So maybe the question then is like.
1: Well, it's all about how do you get there, right? It's all about the balance thing. Like when I go to meetups all the time and any type one event, it is overwhelming. I mean, how do you separate? How do you separate not being overwhelmed by your own diabetes when you're when you're constantly at events talking about
0: diabetes? I guess it's what you're talking about. Like if you show up at an event, or if you guys come over for dinner and all you're talking about is your blood sugars right now and today. Like that's kind of overwhelming. But if you come over and you say, Oh my gosh, that live show was the greatest thing I've ever done in my whole life. Or, Oh, I just got in touch with this runner in Siberia who's doing this cool thing. And like you were saying with type one run, like, yes, it's about type one. It's in the name But if people are just talking about running and they just happen to have type one, that's kind of a cool thing. It's the thing that brings us together, but it's like, we're not focusing on that part. We're focusing on being healthy, Mm -hmm. exercising. But once it's like, yeah, once it's the posts are all just people's blood sugars, that's when you're like,
2: uh, well also when you're at a meetup talking about your blood sugar or whatever, um, in that moment, you're, blood sugar or your diabetes management has some sort of a value outside of itself, like a social value, you know, like I'm talking about some shit that happened to me or that is frustrating me. And that's like a point of conversation and it's Mm -hmm. a point of connection with somebody. Whereas if you're by yourself frustrated with your blood sugar and your diabetes management, that has no value beyond just like pissing you off. You know what I mean? So at least when you're with other people, there's some extra, uh, usefulness to it. Some connection, that is I guess. Good.
0: Yeah. yeah. Though I would say like, if you're in a conversation and you're, you start talking about like what your blood sugar is right now, it's, it's like, to me, that's like the diabetic equivalent of like talking about the weather. It's like that just right. kind of like, no one wants to talk about the weather. It's like, okay, you have diabetes and you have blood sugars, no, but
1: people get excited what, what if two people have the same blood sugar? Don't act like you don't get excited when we have the same blood sugar. <laughs> I don't
0: know if I get that excited. Oh,
1: whatever. I mean, we act like it's so casual that like just treat yourself. It's like, it is like some life or death experiences that we all go through. I mean, it is a big deal. It It is a big deal. I mean, the, the, the repercussions you can have from your decisions all day. So it's not this, like, just handle it and you're fine. Why is everyone complaining? It's like, because it's fucking scary. It is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, how do you, like, it's a real thing that's happening? So,
0: I, I guess it's not that you're not trying to, like, minimize the importance of it or minimize the, I don't know, the significance of the decisions or the severe, you know, the severity of the consequences mm. based on what you do. But I think it goes back to that power sense of, like, who's in the driver's seat?
1: Right. Is your blood sugar
0: in the driver's seat?
1: Oh, okay. That's good.
0: Or are you in the driver's seat? And who was dictating, not on, not on the scale of, like, oh, if I'm going to go run, but I'm low right now, I'm not going to run. But on the greater sense of, like, what you do with your life, what you do with your time, what you do with your energy. And it's, like, is are you doing that because of diabetes despite diabetes are you letting
1: it make your decisions for you yeah okay that's a good
0: and even maybe not even just decisions but just the greater of like how you think about your life of like oh
1: oh i have diabetes and life is so hard like i guess it's are you gonna let yourself be the victim yeah right
0: Uh, that could be what it is and in a similar way, and I was thinking I was going to save this for a different topic, but it's kind of segueing into this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a similar way to how, like, I feel like when you have type 1, you diabetes can become this very easy excuse mm-hmm. of, like, you just blame your diabetes for things, even if it's not diabetes, So it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm so tired today. It must be because
1: my blood sugars are high. Christelle just posted something about this exact thing saying that when she wants to eat food, like when her body starts craving food, she's like, I must be low. And then she'll test and she's not. And she's like, oh, I'm literally just hungry. I'm just alive. (laughs) Like I'm just hungry because I haven't eaten and I need food. But your first thought is like, I must be low. It must be a blood sugar thing. And she's like, no, I'm just hungry because I'm a human.
0: Or have you ever been in a bad mood and been like, Oh, I'm just high. I must high. be high, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But and can you use it as an excuse if you are high and that's why you're in a bad mood? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like that happens And the night, am I? Maybe, high. but
0: I've been high and I've not been in a bad mood.
1: That's a or good am I point. in a bad
0: mood because, because I'm, high. I'm high in the sense that the high is not making me in a bad mood, but oh, I'm in a bad mood because-
1: I don't want to be high. Yeah. I like, mean,
0: I can't believe I, my blood sugar got up to 300. Right. Now I'm pissed off.
1: That happened, yeah. That happened to me the other night. I woke up at three thirty too, and someone was like, "You seem like really irritable right now." And I go, "Oh my god, it's because I it must because I'm high." And I, I the whole time I was like, "I'm sorry, it's because I'm." High. <laughs> and I probably just and do you think wasn't been, like a morning yeah. person that day?
0: So does does diabetes enable us to make these?
1: Probably and and
0: these excuses like we can just blame it for things because like no one knows any better.
2: Yeah, I'm a full proponent using
1: it <laughs> sometimes <reasons. laughs> I just don't want to talk and I'm like I'm sorry I'm really low right now
2: are you actually low or you just say you're low
1: it depends on who the person is
0: so if that's a certain person <laughs> you will just be low yeah. <laughs> whenever you talk to James you're low
1: no, no, no. <laughs> if I'm low and they know that I'm if I know that I'm coming up but they don't know that I'm already like come up and they just saw like my decks go off that I'm low I'll for sure ride that wave <laughs> if need be
0: yeah
2: well, I mean, even when you come back up from a low, you still feel shit. So it's mm-hmm. not like you come up from a low and you're instantly like fine. True.
0: And I know it's like a, it's a, I don't know, maybe not a funny excuse. It's funny for us <laughs> to be like, oh, you could just say whatever and like get away with things. <laughs> but does that, maybe I'm reading too much into this, does that then give diabetes this like power? No, I think it's the opposite. On a greater level. Yeah. Yeah. You take the power from diabetes?
2: Yeah, like I used it to get priority registration in college, like get pre-boarding. Yeah. You're pre-boarding. Used, I are using. I will be, yes. By definition, you are using your diabetes for something. You know what I mean?
1: Or is it using you?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's <laughs> the, is this the object. <laughs> because now it then becomes this are thing. Are you being used? It's like, oh, when I'm low, I can like pull this diabetes card. And now, you yeah, know. Yeah, but it is a
1: real card to pull. Mm-hmm i It is a real card to pull it's if it's i guess by I guess what I'm getting from this is are there is a you can be taking advantage of that by using it when it's not necessarily valid yeah but like you when you are low, you will say shit, you don't want to say
0: but I mean in the sense of like if you're in a bad mood and you blame being high, oh. is that because you've established in your mind oh. Like right, when right. I'm high, I'm in a bad mood, and now diabetes is now controlling your emotions because you look at your blood sugar 300. It's like, like a placebo, oh, it's like a myself. placebo effect. I don't know. I don't think we'll there's never an know easy the answer. answer. There yeah. never is. Yeah, this is one of those episodes that just doesn't have Open-ended. a slam dunk.
1: I. I don't know if you guys have any input? It's it's
0: ironic because I was gonna say oh, we should all just like think about how <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> such a big part in our life but <laughs> there you go let's
1: all do the opposite of think about it and see the it yeah,
0: uh, there's no
1: winning because you can't not think about it but I get completely what you're saying it's just so hard for me to explain about yeah. giving it more power than it needs I think you should I think we should all maybe try to find for each person mm-hmm. like the exact power that it needs to have and then try not to give it more you know what I mean like, do what you need to do. Take care of yourself. Like, you need... We all need to be making these constant decisions all day. But maybe, yeah, don't let it ruin. Yeah. Don't let take over our situation.
0: But I... Uh, yeah.
1: I don't know. <laughs> no, I guess, like, I to a know. certain I'm degree, kidding. it's
0: like, the things you have to do to manage diabetes are just the things you do to stay alive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No different than a normal person has to sleep and eat the same way we have to.
1: Just 180 have to do these other things extra too. things. too.
0: Well, I, I get your thought your point that like having resources available to make people who are nervous about doing things, make it not seem like a big deal. Like, Oh, here's a guide on how to do this. Mm -hmm. Right. But at a certain point, like, do we need guides for like everything? Or is it just sort of this, it becomes this thing like, Oh my gosh, I need to walk to the grocery store with diabetes. And it becomes like this all encompassing thing that does that add more anxiety. It's like, I, if I need to do anything, I need to know the guide. Mm -hmm. I need to sign up for the newsletter that tells me how to walk to the grocery store without dying.
2: Yeah, no, I see what you're saying, but it's... uh, And everyone's different. Everyone's different, yeah. So if you're feeling like that, then maybe you should take a step back. And if you're not, you're probably fine.
0: Yeah, I guess I just... And it's a weird thing, and Laura mentioned social media, which I feel like has sort of become the undercurrent of this whole podcast, how to live in like a modern world Mm -hmm. with diabetes. And it's definitely the more I'm on kind of the diabetes social media. It's just like, oh my gosh, like we have all these amazing lives. We could be spending so much time doing other things if we weren't worrying so much the same way. You see posts that are like, oh, how many books could you read a year if you weren't on Instagram? It's like, how many books could you read a year if you weren't looking at your Dexcom?
2: Yeah, but stressing about
0: those things. And it's, I think it's that, not necessarily the, like we've said, the management, but it's like the general stress of diabetes that becomes this overbearing thing on our life. And that makes this feedback loop.
2: Well, I think the people you're talking about, like, they're not necessarily stressed that much about diabetes. They just, they have a diabetes Instagram account and they derive a value for themselves based on having a lot of followers reading their content. So maybe they post a lot of things where they write paragraphs and paragraphs about how challenging certain things might be or walk into the grocery store or whatever it is. But that's just cause like they're, you know, they're being creative and filling their social media account with stuff.
1: It's all content, baby.
2: Yeah. But I also get what you're saying. Like I was following a lot of diabetes Instagram accounts and after a while it just becomes a whole blur. Like I've read this same variation of this post like a hundred times. So I follow a bunch of people who are diabetic, but I personally prefer following people who are diabetic that just post about like.
1: Their real lives. Yeah,
2: whatever like they're doing. (laughs) Yes, it is
1: getting harder and harder to follow people who make a post like who are, it's clear that they're grasping for straws to make content that is super specific to having diabetes.
2: You can filter them out really easily. Like all I did is I was following like hundreds of these accounts and I just decided one day if somebody posts an ad, I'm just going to unfollow it because I was sick of all these ads. So I just, um, (laughs) so I filtered out like all those posts, all those ones that are like, there was no one left. (laughs) No, no, there's plenty of people left, but it's just nobody who's like carefully crafting like essays every day about Diabetes, you know what I mean? Which, you know, is fine. Like I said, it's useful for some people. It's probably useful for the people posting it. But for me personally, like at this point in my life, not really something I want to be looking at.
0: I like that. You're looking for like a more genuine,
2: authentic
0: person, not necessarily a diabetes account, but like the person living their life. Yeah, it's just a good
2: way to see random people and I happen to have a connection with them. As opposed to following
0: like a diabetes brand. That yeah. someone is.
2: Yeah. It's just interesting, I okay. guess, to see like, oh, there's all these different people around the world who like have this thing in common with me, but also like have such a different life and such a different outlook. And like, so that's kind of interesting. It is
0: the funny thing that brings us all together. In that's the why end.
1: we're all friends, isn't it? Cool. Covered a lot. Good deal. <laughs> Great chat. Anything else? No, save the rest for next week.
0: This episode of Out of Range is brought to you by Companion Medical, the makers of the InPen Smart Insulin Pen. I haven't used the InPen myself, so I call on my friend Ella to get her opinion.
1: I love how InPen
0: keeps track of my insulin doses. It logs what time I take my insulin, how many units I take, and then it also keeps track of how much insulin I have left on board.
2: Uh, it's really made my diabetes management so much easier.
0: For more info, visit companionmedical.com. I know what you're thinking, man, that was great. I wish I had more episodes I could listen to. Well, if you join the Beta Cell Fan Club, you'll instantly get access to every episode of Out of Range After Dark, as well as bonus clips, and extra content from all of the Beta Cell shows. Visit Patreon.com/forward/slash/BetaCell to join today.
1: I'm Laura. <laughs>
0: I'm James. I'm Craig, and this is Out, Out of, of Range. range. Did that backwards I know
1: And did you say anything else?